0: Shalom and welcome to Bride Hour podcast on the exposition of the truth restored to the Bride of Christ in this last age. May God help and bless us as we go into today's episode. In Jesus' name, amen. In today's episode, we will continue on the subject of the new birth as we turn to John chapter 3, from verse 3 to verse 7, there Jesus said, verse 3, Very, very I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Then in verse 5, he repeats, Very, very I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Then in verse 7, he said, Marvel not that I said unto thee, He must be born again. This old bed, which is the normal bed for all mankind, deprives man from entering to a kingdom of God. There is therefore the need to be born again, a new birth. Because there's a fault with the first birth. If the first birth had been faultless, Jesus wouldn't have emphasized twice, except a man be born again. Except a man be born of water and of spirit. Then making it a must to be born again. All humanity are born in sin. And as sinners cannot enter into the kingdom of God, cannot even see, see means understand, let alone to enter into the kingdom. No wonder Jesus Christ in his humanity as a man was not born of the blood of man nor of the will of the flesh of man nor of the will of man to be able to save man from the fallen nature of sin. To be a savior, a perfect sacrifice, he had to be born outside the normal bed of humanity to save man from the fallen nature of sin. The natural type is the spiritual, but the natural is not the spiritual. The natural birth is an experience. It's an experience. So is the new birth an experience. The natural birth which is an experience, that experience brings out a nature of life. So is the new birth. It brings out a nature of life. So the difference between the old birth of all living and the new birth is the nature of life. Out of birth comes life. And that life characterizes the birth. Out of the birth comes life. And the life characterizes the birth. If you are born an animal, if the bird is an animal, the fish cannot fly. Neither can the, can the sheep be in the waters. If you are born animal, you have characteristics of an animal to live as an animal. If you are born human, you have a characteristics to live as a human being. So the mystery is birth. The mystery is birth. We are living at a very intellectual age and the peak of it. And there's the danger of making the born again experience an intellectual conception or a mental conception from the mind, instead of faith from the heart. When we look at the old birth, the normal birth, man is born into the world. Man is born into a family. And man is born into a nation, which is a kingdom. So is the new birth. We are born into the kingdom of God. We are born into the family of God and we are born into the body of Christ. Nothing can be substituted for this very vital birth because Jesus said, accept. And he repeated, accept. And made it a must to be born again. We are confronted with the mind and the heart. The mind gives us mental conception intellectual knowledge. The heart gives us faith. So we are confronted with the mind and the heart. Mental, intellectual conception of faith, perfect faith from the heart, which is revelation from the heart. Many have raised their hands and call it born again, call it the new birth. There's nothing wrong with raising your hands. It's a sign of surrendering, and it's it's, it's worship. Many have recited the sinner's prayer and call it born again. There's nothing wrong with repeating the sinner's prayer, but you, let's keep on listening. Many have confessed Christ with their mouth. And call it born again. There's nothing wrong with confessing Christ with a mouth. Well, you hold on till we get to that place. Many have gone to church and call it born again. There's absolutely nothing wrong with going to church. And I encourage you, never miss church. Many are very religious and they call it born again. It is wonderful to be religious. You cannot be a Christian without being religious. But you can be religious without being a Christian. Christianity is the birth, is the new birth. If the spirit that gave birth to Jesus Christ made him live a life as a son of God, live such a unique life, then if we are born, if a man is born with the same spirit, you will live a Christ-like life as a son of God, or if he's a woman, a daughter of God. If we are born of the same or by the same spirit that gave birth to Christ Jesus, we will live a Christian life as sons and daughters of God. This is how vital the new birth is. That is where we should cross-check, re-examine, re-check, and be critical about our claim of being born again. Because if the spirit that gave birth to Jesus Christ made him live as a son of God and live such an exemplary life, a unique life, if we are born by the same spirit, we live. A Christ-like life of sons and daughters of God. Now, the scripture says we should work out our own salvation. It's a personal, it's an individual personal experience. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And we are going to find out how. Salvation is a new birth. And the new birth is to be born again. It's just interchanging of words. Salvation is the new birth, and the new birth is reborn again. So, we are going to take scriptures. We'll look at scriptures that talk about salvation. Salvation is the new birth, as I said. And the only way you know you are saved is when you have met God's requirement on salvation, when you have met God's condition on salvation. So we are looking at the conditioning for salvation. You are saved by grace. The Bible says, by grace are we saved through faith. So we are saved by grace. And your faith does it. But then your life, after that claim, that experience, proves whether you are saved or not. That's how critical it is. Now, this good news of salvation, which is a new birth, God giving us another chance to be born, was initiated by our Lord Jesus Christ and confirmed to us by the apostles who heard him. Now, Jesus said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Believeth What? He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. So he that believeth is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not about church. It's not about pastor. It's not about prophet. It's believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. This scriptural requirement goes beyond water baptism. There are many that are genuinely baptized with water and are not saved. There are many who claim they believe they are genuinely baptized in water and they are not saved. When we look at our father Abraham, the father of faith, when he believed God, in Romans chapter 4, verse 11, he received a sign of circumcision from God which was a seal of his, the righteousness of his faith. So that sign is a type of the Holy Spirit. So when we believe, God gives us a confirmation of our faith by giving us the Holy Spirit. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is receiving the Holy Spirit, is a confirmation of our faith, a sign God has recognized our believing. Our believing is not complete without receiving the Holy Spirit. Our repentance is not complete without receiving the Holy Spirit. Our water baptism is not complete without receiving the Holy Spirit. So we see that believer has another type of baptism. It doesn't zero in on water baptism alone. The believer has another type of baptism because if you claim you believe and you are even genuinely baptized in water, it's not a sign that you are saved. You can claim you believe and genuinely be baptized in water and be lost, but you cannot be genuinely baptized with the Holy Spirit and be lost. And salvation, when you are saved, you cannot be lost. So it goes beyond Baptism of water. You need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. This is striking. If you are born again, but yet without the Holy Spirit indwelling in you, which comes by the baptism, the Bible says you are none of His. Think of it. You are born again. You claim you are born again. And you don't have the Holy Spirit indwelling in you, which comes only by baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says you are not of God. And if you are not of God, then you are not born of God. So it shows clearly that our birth is not complete without receiving the Holy Spirit. The born again experience is not complete without receiving the Holy Spirit. To be born of the Spirit of God is to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So salvation, which is the new birth, requires faith in Jesus Christ, in his death, in his barrier, in his resurrection, in his ascension, and sending back the Holy Spirit. All that Jesus has done for our salvation, all that Jesus has done for our salvation, Our faith should be in that act of bringing our salvation. All the raising of hands, repeating a sinner's prayer, confessing Christ, going to church, being religious, is okay. But if it doesn't come from the heart, you are not still saved. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And that salvation is eternal life. The life of God, which is the Holy Spirit in you. Except you are born of water and of the Spirit, you are not born again. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. Spread the good news. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for the next episode.